This is the County Live podcast with Martin Johnson and Chris Ridgway. This week, Chris talks to County Manager Jim Gannon and to new signing Paul Turnbull on his return to the club. First evening, we're back here for, uh, after training. New signing to speak about in a few moments, but first, as ever, let's pick over the last game. Brackley in the FA Trophy, a frustrating evening. Just now the dust has settled a little bit. Just give us your thoughts on the game. Um, really disappointed. Um, it's bad enough coming out of the Cup, um, but when I reflect on the, the two games, the goals we conceded, um, if you concede goals like that, then you're not going to give yourself much of a chance to win games. Um, we scored good goals in both matches, um, and... Really, we, we just have to defend better. Uh, so I was really disappointed with the exit. Um, and we played second game. We definitely played a lot better than the first. We knocked it around better. We we, we, we made great entries into the final third, create lots of opportunities um, and really should have taken far more opportunities than we did. It kind of felt on, on many occasions, if that was on another day, then Adam Thomas's shot and Darren Stevenson's shot goes in, Matthew Warburton's goes under the bar and we could have been out of sight. So there were positives to pick over, but like you say, there were defensive lapses as well. Well, like I said, you, you know, you've got to say that although we create the chances, credit to us, that they, they got the bodies in the way. And when it came to them getting chances, we, we didn't get the bodies in the way or we let people run straight through on goal. We, you know, the, uh, the whole back four or five, if you include Ben, were... were bordering on pathetic for the first goal um, and then we responded well and we worked our way back in the game come out second half with a, a plan to continue playing that way and get ourselves a goal back and then um, you know just the intensity in some of our players especially our attackers in terms of making sure um, we defend properly um, you know, and I made the point at the academy level and I make the point at, um, our, to our first team lads is that you know uh, City should be the role model for everybody, not just the way they play, but their mentality in transition. And we don't have that mentality with some of our players. They, they, um, they switch off when the opposition have the ball and give them too much scope and time to create opportunities against us. And that's a real disappointment. And that's led to our exit. You were speaking after the game about other players hurting like they should do after coming out of a, a cup, tra- a cup uh, a run like they have done. Have you seen the response maybe that you, you would have liked to have seen in, in training since? Um, I've got to be careful here because y- you do get a response from some players. Um, I think tonight there were certainly some players that come on the training ground with a with a sort of a, a certain look and a certain feel about how they were going to go about training. And there was other players who kind of, it's the same mentality. Um, and then you're hoping that they get affected by others. Um, Saturday, when Saturday comes, well, no. Um, I think there's a couple of players who don't know how to change their mindset, their mentality. Uh, I think some of them don't have a match mentality. Um, I've ever had to explain to one of my young kids who, because I'm quite, a, despite what, what people might think, I'm quite a laid-back, chill guy at home. And then, But when my kids see me play, or when my young child see me playing football, she wonder why I was so angry. And I said, that's my match mentality. That's my game face on. And I think we've got players who've got, sometimes have the same mentality as they are. And I think what the, the really good players learn is how to switch into a mode of pure concentration, Pure um, commitment to make sure that you do your job properly and you go about your business well. You know, you're working extremely hard for 95, 100 minutes and you need to be switched on and really at it from the start to the end. And that's the, the difference between the top quality players and the players who are, 
uh, somewhere in between here and the bottom. It's a huge task now to get into the playoffs, but it's one that I think we can do. The, the games in hand and the running and the, the points different is achievable. How do the players, do you think, how, how are they seeing the test in front of them? Do they think it's a mountain that they can climb? Are they, are they prepared for it? I think that's the best question best asked of them. I think, I mean, the great thing over the years, I mean, um, I've just been in with the lads who were doing the programme thing and we're looking back at the, you know, the, how the game has changed, one sub, two sub, three subs. Um, but, you know, you've got to think about the league where we've gone to three points and we've gone to playoffs. And it makes the season very much alive for so many more teams right to the very end. Um, so with that in mind, uh, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing done and dusted. Um, the champions won't be decided, I don't think, to the final week, and I don't think the players will be decided until the final week. Uh, but it's clear that we need to um, get a, a, a good run of really positive results. Uh, we've got to look at draws as two thirds of defeat. We've got to go about our business and start uh, picking up back-to-back wins, and then trying to grind out a third win. Um, and, th- and I think. Um, no, sometimes it's best to get players just to think about one or two targets. We've got two home games coming up and we need to step up our game because we've got two tough games against Bradley and Boston. And these are teams who are probably quite happy to come here and keep it tight and see if they can come away with a draw. They won't see a draw as being two-thirds of defeat. They'll see that as one-third of win. So we have to have a mentality to, to, to make sure that nobody takes anything off us easy and that we work really hard to get maximum points. That starts Saturday and we build on that Tuesday. And if we put ourselves in and pick up a decent amount of points from those two games, then we could just take each game as it comes and just look to get maximum points. Um, there's going to be a couple of teams below us uh, who are in better form than us. There's going to be a couple of teams above us who are not in good form. So I think there's going to be uh, a mad competitive scramble all the way to the end of the season. And um, what we need to do is make sure that we're in that mix uh, for as many weeks as we can right up to the very end. I feel like I'm repeating myself now asking you about Brackley at the weekend, but having just faced them twice in the last two games, how do you prepare now for Brackley at the weekend? Um, well, like Brack- Brackley go about their business in a certain way, and I think um, because of the outstanding performance of Scott Duxbury, they changed the shape and took a centre-half off to put a right winger on to stop Scott marauding down the left. Um, you know, so, but, but like ourselves, they, they have a team that can... Flip shape slightly, you know. They can, you know, they've got the, the wing backs, or the full backs can come wing backs and can become wingers. Um, they're a very experienced side. I mean, these guys have been in the game for a long while and they've been around the block at this level and the next level up. And they know how to play their shape, play the, play the percentages, play their qualities. Um, so they're a tough team. Um, I think uh, we've we've improved our performances. We've been as good as them in, the pre- in terms of footballing. In the games, but they've just had that little edge in terms of creating the opportunity, taking an opportunity, being a bit more clinical, being a bit stronger in the box. Um, so what we need to do is just keep working hard in them little margins that make the difference. And I think um, we'll have a. I think I want to put out on Saturday a team that has a bit more physical strength, a little bit more mental strength, and a little bit more um, ninety minutes stay in the game, strong-minded players. And if we have that, then that could give us the edge. After your after the game, your interview with John, you mentioned a term calling them some of them wily old campaigners, in the sense that they've been around and they they you know they they sort of pick up little tricks. Do you think Stockport County can maybe learn a, a trick or two off them when when going back up against them, having just played them so many times in, in recent weeks? Um, I think I think yeah, look, some some of your players learn from your coaching, and some don't. Um, I've seen players go to Premier League from here, and some players go to nowhere. So, um, 
and it's not a reflection of your coaching, it's a reflection of what they pick up from the experiences they're gaining on the training, pitching and matches. And I think some of their players uh, play the position well, and we've got some players who don't know how to play the position. When a game goes against them, they start playing all over the place. Um, they don't know their role within the team, they don't function, they don't have the concentration on set plays. Uh, we'll go back to who's marking Unlove on a corner. And if, it, if they mark that person properly and we go and score, we're through to the next round. You go back to the FA Cup, you know, regardless of how many men we're playing against, somebody doesn't mark their men in the corner and we're out of the FA Cup. So these are, these are the little bits that I think more experienced Wiley players know that if they get them details right and they get them, make sure that those little gaps and little weaknesses are not there and exposed. And, and unfortunately, we've had too many players this year that have just been found a little bit wanting for that bit of concentration in the second phase or the third phase. And, and that's been the difference. And what we do, we need to do now is eliminate that from pressure training or just bring in better quality players. One man who we could see play on Saturday, who we won't have seen in the last two games. So welcome back to Paul Turnbull. Just talk us through your thinking behind re-signing the central midfielder. Um, I think, you know, I mean, some people will look at it as, as simplistic that we've not really replaced Lewis Montrose. Um, we had some players that I felt that could fill that void with Lewis left and out and out holding midfielders who screen and, and they, they smell danger and cut things out. Um, we thought Harry Winter could do that and we've kind of tried to convert Jimmy Ball into that. And, and I think that that's not the only thing that's been missing here. We should have, should have been able to collectively as a team to be able to miss one or two players because um, we've certainly added some quality and improved in certain areas. But I think that the goals that we're conceding and I think... FC United was probably the only game where we've gone away from home and kept a clean sheet. And that um, says a story about the mentality and the structure of our team away from home in terms of, of that. I think Paul Turnbull brings, when he's, you know, he's, he's, been, he's been injured, he's, he's not played a lot of games because of things that have gone on at Chester. Um, but when we get him fully fit, I think he's going to have a physical presence on the pitch. Uh, he's going to have the organisation, the leadership to be able to influence players around him. Um, and I won't be so hoarse when I have somebody out there that knows how to keep players concentrated. Uh, and once he beds into the way that we're playing at the moment, he'll be able to do his job well and get other people to do their jobs well because we don't have enough of those type of players on the pitch. Um, it also, by him being in there, it takes away from the players that get themselves suspended, you know, get injured regularly, uh, don't look like they have the heart and stomach for the fight. Um, so we've got that option now that uh, Paul goes in there and it sort of strengthens the options there and it allows us to consider other types of formation, other options for players like Jimmy Ball who perhaps um, looks like he's got something to offer on the front foot. Um, you know, in terms of his assistant goals ratio in recent games, it's been great. And if we can release him to a more attacking role or if he's needed to fill in in other areas where perhaps Warby or Darren or Jason are injured, then, um, then we've got that flexibility. So, um, yeah, a good signing. Um, in the terms of the bigger picture, we want to, it's a, it's a, again, it's a sign uh, of the type of players that we're looking to recruit. We're trying to replace, you know, average part-time players from this level, National North players, but with ever-improving quality, ever-improving fitness, ever-improving concentration and um, mental qualities of the type of players that would epitomise football, full-time players, ex-football league, uh, national league type players and I think that we've got to change the culture at this club to move towards that type of players and I think Paul epitomises that shifting culture Do you think it'll help him 
bed into the current squad a little bit easier. The fact that he knows you so well, he's played for you before, he knows your styles, he knows your techniques. Will that help him bed into things like training a little bit easier because he kind of knows where you're going to go with, with the coaching sessions? I think, um, I think Paul knows what his job is and knows what his qualities are and it's a question of him just going in and fitting into whatever system and just doing that job. I mean, it's not, you know, playing central midfield in a two or a three, they're not remarkably different. He'll know what he needs to do to protect the defence, he'll know what he'll need to do to get the front players organised and support. Um, what we're doing now from what we did when he was 16, 17, 18 at club and, and when he was here in between, uh, it's not much different. Football's football. Um, the, the tactics of the game are changing. Uh, there's lots more teams playing three at the back, playing different kind of variations in front, te- two tens, two nines, one nine, you know. So, but that's, that's Paul. Paul's clever enough and he's got enough experience to be able to adapt to the ever-changing demands of football. Uh, what I'm hoping he'll bring is, like I said, it's just another um, another player who's got full-time experience. He's got, um, he knows what it's like to be a young player to come through at a club like Stockport and develop. So he's a good role model on that side. But also for us, he's bringing an experience and a quality that uh, that we've, in many years, have struggled to really attract. And now we're starting to uh, shift the ch- from a part-time to a full-time side. That I think we're starting to attract that type of player. Um, and I think things are looking healthy and, and growing. And we need to keep things healthy and continue to grow and continue develop our structures and add like players like Paul to keep pace with the, the changing dynamics of the national, the Premier and the North. Very, very competitive, much more professional. Players are fitter, stronger, faster. And um, we need players that can grow into that or bring in players who are used to that. So just finally then, it's the start of a very important run as we've already touched on. Are we now firmly in the business end of the season, do you think? Uh, well, see, I'm, I'm a lad who's played in teams that... Have, Nearly every year we're involved in promotions or playoffs. Um, and the business end starts first day of the season. And, and, but that takes a certain professional mentality. And, and I said to the lads, first game of the season, this is like, if this was the last game of the season and how you'd be thinking about these three points if you need them to get in the playoffs, you should be thinking like that from day one. Uh, yeah, you get some players who can't concentrate and haven't got that focus and mental strength for every week, for 40 weeks and... 50, 60 games, um, we did in them days. Um, but yeah, what we need now is um, we've got a fully fit squad. We've got a lot of players who uh, are now all probably physically right. Uh, if we can get them mentally right, we've got a hell of a chance of getting uh, a consistent amount of performances from them. Uh, so if we, as long as we get the uh, all the noses pointing in the right direction, working extremely hard, concentrating on all the details, then we've got, we've got results in us. And um, what we need to do is start on Saturday and, and show people not response to last Saturday or Brackley beating us or, or anything else, except the fact that now the season starts in earnest for us in terms of getting into that playoffs. And um, there's very much a lot to play for this season. And I want to see that appetite and that hunger to make something of this season come Saturday. As ever, Jim, all the very best for Saturday. Thanks so much. Paul, it's very good to have you back. Welcome back to Stockport County. How's it feel to be back? It's great, really looking forward to it. Um, obviously the gaffers introduced me to the boys today. Uh, I had a good training session and really looking forward to Saturday now. Have you kept your eye on how Stockport County have been doing since, since you left last time? Yeah, yeah, every week. Um, I look on, I've, after every, obviously, Chester game, because I've been to Chester, um, been looking at the results, obviously been up and down. Um, but obviously we still, 
with the chance of the playoffs and hopefully with me coming in it's give the squad a little boost and hopefully we can push on. Obviously that's where we're going to turn to now. FA Trophy ended on Tuesday night. It's the it's the playoffs now that's a site. Can, can we get into those places? Oh, definitely, yeah. Obviously, I've looked at the table, obviously with the fixtures and obviously any every game's tough, but obviously we're going to go out to win every game um, and hopefully um, start Saturday with the three points. Strong affinity with the club, of course. You've played a lot of times for us and, of course, in that season at Wembley. What's it feel for you like to be at, to be back at Edgeley Park, walking back out in front of those fans again? Oh, it's going to be massive. I can't wait for the for the first time of walking out. Obviously, it's going to be obviously a great boost for my family as well because we're all uh, Stockport-based. Uh, so, obviously, really looking forward to it. And, um, like I say, I'm a, I'm a Stockport lad myself, born in Stockport, so I'm really looking forward to it. And obviously, with Jim Gannon in charge, was it an easy decision for you to make? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, obviously, as soon as he made that, um, that phone call, I was really pleased. Obviously, I told my missus, told my family, and they were all like, no, you're joking, aren't you? Obviously, with this... With a where uh, with me past where being at Stockport as well, obviously with a uh, winning um, the playoffs uh, against Rochdale and stuff like that, it's it's good to be back and hopefully more to come. Well, Paul, it's great to see you back. Welcome back for Saturday. Thank you. Cheers, man. So, Chris, here we are. We're in my kitchen this evening. Your so kitchen. We might hear some dogs barking. Doesn't explain why I've not got a cup of tea in front of me. No, it doesn't. But um, <laughs> but there you go. You still have to live with that. <laughs> I'm coffee. You've out. been with Jim all night, so yeah, you've been. And the program, uh, the, the, there is a, a program sale going on soon with the Stockport County Supporters Cooperative. So we were uh, went in to say hello to them, and they've got some fantastic programs in there. So I've been double coffeed. Ah, right. There so that's, go. I'm good. I'm good. And you will have enjoyed yourself at the program. I did. I really did. Went, yeah. Won't say no to a biscuit though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well let's see, let's see how you do. But uh, tonight you've been to see Jim, so yeah. you can tell us about some about that, but. Um, really, the the good, the bad, the ugly this week uh, yeah. for the county. The good yeah. is a new Paul, signing and yeah. a re-signing. So yeah, Paul Turnbull. Um, it's another one. It's it's not too dissimilar uh, from from Reece Turner uh, in the sense that obviously he's a completely different kind of player. But the fact that it, it it's a bit of a nostalgic signing. Um, it's a player that the manager knows. Uh, it, it's it's a it's a player who. Can can bring in the ethos that we need. We've we've spoken about uh, in recent weeks County losing the battle in the middle of the park, uh, and in Turnbull we've got a player nicknamed Bully. You know he, he runs the middle of the park. He's that's that's his job. He's a tough tackler. He does. He's no. He, you know you're not going to see him pick the ball up and run round three or four people and, and spank it into the top corner, but you are going to see a man who's going to win the ball back and just distribute it where it needs to go. So. For me, a very positive signing, and the fact that the gaffer knows him. Um, you know, there's been talk this week, and we'll, we'll we'll speak about about it later on. About is the gaffer being too hard on the players? Where's his man management and all the rest of it? But the fact that you've got another player who wants to come back and play for him says to me, you know what? Maybe he's not that bad. Indeed, and probably uh, you know, if County have lost a bit of impetus over the last few weeks, probably that it, in it's there in the middle of the park. I mean, it's hard to say that when you're playing a team like Brackley, who are so well organised, who are, who are, you know, a really tough proposition. Not just because they're you know a decent side, but actually a tough team. So, yeah, um, Brackley are an interesting one because you you see some of the teams that we've played in recent weeks and in recent months as well, and a couple of teams that spring to mind: Harrogate are one, Kidderminster are one, and you look at them and you think. They're a good. T- they they are a good football inside. 
albeit uh, Kidderminster in particular fell apart, you know, at the end of it. But for by and large, they they put up a real good fight. That might have been the best football, football I've seen. All over the park. Yeah, that yeah. that might have been the best footballing performance I've seen this season. Um, and then I look at Brackley and I think they don't have that. They're you know they're good at what they do, yeah. which is why they are where they are in the league. And they're in they're actually in possibly one of the best positions in the league because Kidderminster and Salford, uh, sorry, Harrogate and Salford are now in a slugfest. So whoever does win the league, great, well played to you, but the second one is going to be battered and bruised going into a playoff campaign, which won't be any easy, whereas Brackley can take the foot off the gas a little bit in the league. They can play a few games for a draw. I expect them to do that on Saturday, to you know take a draw, because... Why? Why do they need to exert themselves? You, you know, they're they're in the playoffs, if, probably now, um, and they can focus on the cup. So I, I don't see them as unbeatable. Like you know, that the maybe Harrogate were that night. You know, Har- Harrogate. I don't. I didn't see County getting anywhere near them. Um, especially with Turnbull, if he plays, which I expect him to. I expect him to go straight into the team to offer something in the middle of the park that just then says. We've got a bit more presence, a bit more bite, and we can we can then distribute the ball to the good players, and we want to see more of them on the ball, and this time get a bit more rub of the green. So we, we looking back at Tuesday night, we said on air that, and you know John Kieran was the one who initially said it. It's a bit of a free game. You yeah. know, it was a, it was a game yeah. that would have been great to win because you know two steps from Wembley, and that would have you know really put a you know something a lit a fire underneath the club. But then, you know, that would have caused some fixture congestion. Two more Saturdays knocked out. Yeah. And so we're not facing that now. No. And as you say, we're also facing a Brackley side who have something else to play for. Yeah. So, so you know, I, it gives County the chance for a much-needed win on Saturday. Yes. I mean, Jim Gannon stated after the game, and this is what I love about our manager. He's, he's We've spoken about his passion and his caring for the club. Um, that interview that he gave with John after the after after the game he said county have to you know if they don't win on saturday that's the season over now if i'm honest that's probably a little bit heat of the moment i don't think it is a must win it's probably a mustn't lose um but it's not it's by no stretch a must win we could win on saturday and not get in the playoffs or we could lose on saturday and still get in them but he that hurt him Losing against against Brackley on Saturday, um, on Tuesday. On Tuesday, sorry. And um, I think I think if that mentality goes down into the players now, then they want to come out. And Jim says it's not about giving a response; it's about focusing. It is about giving a response. I think it it, it is um, about going and proving that that we are better than we showed uh, for spells on, on Tuesday. And um, it, it should be a really interesting watch. Well, it's interesting because obviously I was in the studio, so I didn't see the game, but it seemed like the first half and for significant periods of the first half, it was looking pretty good. Yeah. You know, they were a goal down, but they, they had the, the you know the lion's share of the game and created some real chances. Well, on another day, Adam Thomas's shot doesn't get cleared off the line. Darren Stevenson doesn't force a great save out the keeper and it, instead it rifles into the top corner. And on another day, Matty Warburton, as we're so accustomed to seeing him do, doesn't fire over the bar from 20 yards or 10 yards or whatever it was. It, it nestles nicely in the corner. So on another day, which could be Saturday, you know, we could quite comfortably take a 3-0 winner or a 3-1 win. Um, the chances were there. The chances 
certainly in the first half, County, when they fell behind, it, it was a poor goal to concede. And nobody at the club will try and cover that. It, you know, it was a very poor goal. And I did feel for Ben Hinchliffe a little bit. I've spoken to Ben tonight about it. Um, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't like conceding any goal, as you can imagine. But that one, he was kind of reliving it in his head. And he was saying, should I have come? Should I have stayed at home? Should I? And for me, it's on the strike. The striker's just done his job well there. I, I felt for him there. So if we can cut those mistakes out and then use what we had for the remainder of the half, um, we were the better side. We did have more of the possession. I mean, how many corners did we have in the first half? It might have even been double figures. Uh, we, we've got so much to offer, but we are now coming to the business end and we've, we've got to start finishing these chances rather than just saying what could have been. And but what what you know one one positive aspect a big positive we've been saying for weeks Jason Oswald needs goal you know off his knee or whatever so yeah. and he know. got one he got one and it was that you know it, okay it wasn't the, the most challenging goal he'll ever score um, but it, you know he was in the right place at the right time doing what a finisher does uh, Scott Duxbury who I thought had a tremendous performance on Tuesday I thought he was really really good um, put the ball exactly where which is what we've said you know if you put the ball where Jason wants it the ball will end up in the back of the net. Jason Oswell needed that goal for his confidence. Someone asked me um, the other day uh, after the game a ridiculous notion of, is it true Jason didn't travel on the bus home after the game? Um, which was ridiculous. Of course he did. You know, He was frustrated that we didn't win the game, like everybody was. Um, but you know, he was saying it was, it's great that he's got back on the score sheet now. You know, we, hopefully we can build on that and we can take from that confidence. So... Jason, I think, will be in a good place come Saturday. It'll be he's playing a team that he's just scored against, so he knows he's capable of scoring Every against them. Likes that. Yeah, uh, he knows he's capable of scoring against them. He knows he's got four thousand fans there, really, really, what you know, willing him on, backing him up. So he'll be in a good place come Saturday, and he'll have probably heard some of these rumours and oh, the people aren't happy or whatever, and he'll just want to go out and show that. Let's let's not get bogged down by he said, she said. Let's just go out and show that we're a good football inside. He's one of the best strikers, if not the best striker in the league. Let's put it to bed and move on. So you mentioned Ducks there. Um, had a really good game. So would you take him as your player of the week? You have to, I think. Because not just for the fact um, that he's got the goal, but also the fact of his new contract. And you know it's now starting to kick into play, the fact that... We can get used to seeing him here, you know, for the for the next eighteen months or whatever it is till the end of next season. Um, he's he can take comfort in this role because if you look back at the start of the season, he was really vying for a place with a Connor Hampson who was looking good. You know, Connor Hampson Connor really what did yeah, play well. Didn't he, he? he played well and he was putting Scott's place in doubt. You know, in many ways. And then since then, he's had to contend with O'Halloran coming in and he's had to Jamie Stock coming in, all who can play left back. Uh, and for the young lad who you know doesn't you know he's a, a lot slighter than the rest of them, he's the one that's manned up, taken the place, uh, and and that's what you really want to see players doing all over the park. You want to see them grabbing a shirt, really white knuckle grabbing it and saying that's mine. He's done that. He's he's come on leaps and bounds. We've said it time and time again. I think he is the prime perfect example of a Jim Gannon project. Yeah, take it. Taking a young lad and making him a proper football player, um, so he has to be the player of the week. Um, and long may it continue because if he can keep up those performances, we've got a real gem at left back. Yeah, I think you said that at half time that he's a you know he's a hundred percent Jim Gannon project and uh, the player he would want to be. 
So Turnbull to go straight in the side, and therefore does he make? Does that make him the one to watch? It has. It has to be. It has to be the one to watch because um, if he. If he can, if he can be the player that we know he can be, and I've got to say, uh, we heard from him earlier on uh, in in the show. Um, I, I spoke to him at training, and I was looking at him, even just from the welcome photograph. I saw it, but when I, when I was up, up with him and speaking to him, he's in great shape. He's in football league shape. You know, he's lean, he's strong, he's fit. Um, so, with his football in brain, that he must have. You you don't play that many years in the league without having a good football brain on you. And with the fact that he knows the gaffer, he knows the surroundings, I expect him to slot straight in. I ex- it's not a particularly challenging role that we're asking of him. He's not a particularly challenging type of player. He wins the ball and he distributes. That's what he does. So if he can do that and just calm things down, when, you know you know the same, when all around are losing their heads, if people are saying, well, it's a must win or the season's over, if he can be the calming influence that comes in, gets the ball down, plays it, and we take a 1-0 or a 2-0 or whatever, then he, he could be the catalyst. Absolutely. And a one that, you know, we'd bite your hand off all week for a... Uh, how many cliches have I got in just one sentence there? But <laughs> It's <laughs> but a podcast of two halves. We will take a 1-0 win on Saturday. All day long. Of course you would. Uh, yeah, of course you would. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see how Brackley, uh, you know, approach the game. I was speaking to some of the players after the game, and they were asking me, you know, would you take a draw? Would you? Because don't you know? Don't get misunderstood here. They wouldn't. They they want to win. You know, they they are determined to win. But they were asking me, you know, how do how are people talking about it? Would they take a draw? Uh, and I was saying, well, it depends. I, I don't think people would be happy with a draw. But what type of draw is it? Are they going to batter us and we cling on? And everyone was saying, well, I don't expect them to come and batter us. They don't have to go for this win like we do. So it reinforces that. Are they just going to come and try and keep it tight? They take a nil-nil. If you offered it now, I reckon, take a boring nil-nil. They're not going to... I doubt they're going to bring many fans. They're probably sick of the sight of us like we are of them. So it's the onus is on Stockport County. Go and get a win. Get back up the table. And finally, on uh, Bully's uh, re-signing photo, was it the traditional scarf photo, the handshake, or the handshake and the scarf? It was a handshake, and he wore a T-shirt. Oh, right. Did, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Is, yeah, interesting. But, yeah. Um, yeah, no scarf as of yet. We'll see, we'll see if we can rectify that yeah. on Saturday. Chris, thanks. Cheers. Cheers.